Freddie Spencer Chapman set off to war from Kuala Lumpur on Christmas Eve 1941 at the wheel of a scarlet V8 Ford Coupe. The dicky seat behind him was packed with Tommy guns, grenades and explosives. The Japanese had invaded Malaya two weeks before, and Freddie, he was always Freddie, was driving north to find them. He had two volunteers with him and a driver to take the car back to KL. Freddy intended to get behind Japanese lines and report back first-hand on their strengths and weaknesses. In particular, he wanted to see if it was possible for left-behind parties to survive and carry out guerrilla raids in Japanese-occupied territory. He arrived in Parrot, a small town in the rubber country 125 miles from KL, expecting to find British troops. It was a derelict and smoking ruin. The Japanese were on the other side of the Perak River. He and the volunteers left the car, plugged the holes in a shot-up ferryboat, and paddled across the river. As they scrambled ashore, he saw his first Japanese soldiers cycling three abreast, laughing, just as if they were going to a football match, and took cover in the jungle. It was the first time he had been in primary jungle. Before the war, he had been a man of cold climbs, the Greenland ice cap, Arctic Norway, Tibet. But it gave him a feeling of great reassurance. In one dive, I was completely hidden. It poured with rain that evening, flooding the small stream that ran by the road where the three men lay, shivering with cold, observing the Japanese. Freddy noticed with delight that they passed in dense groups of forty or fifty and had tied their tommy guns and rifles on the frames of their bicycles, making them vulnerable to ambush. As the water rose higher in the stream, Freddy made a dash for the jungle on the other side of the road. A large party of Japanese swept round a bend and nearly ran him over. They seemed certain to recognise him as a European. All I could do, he said, was to put up my arm to hide my face and wave to them. The Japanese waved back. Freddy's companions, watching from the shadows, marvelled at his presence of mind. They laid up for the rest of the night. Next day they moved on through jungle and rubber within twenty yards of the enemy in places. Freddy confirmed that the Japanese were now on both banks of the upper part of the river and observed their movements and equipment minutely. They were advancing so rapidly that he had to get 30 or 40 miles south before he had any chance of extricating himself from their lines.